Reaching and a swirling in their silks and lace. Bracelets keep a clicking on their teeny feet. <laughs> teeny feet! Man, I can't believe I said that. Teeny feet. Well, somebody come in. <laughs> T-E-N-I-E. It's teeny. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Nerdstocking. This is Bill, introducing another Detours episode where we veer off into never-before-heard clips from previous Nerdstocking recording sessions. Tonight, Chad relates how Elvis joined the Secret Service, the crew exhumes the stars of the Star Wars Holiday Special, and Ross and Chad leave their cake out in the rain. Enjoy. I think the best fight scene was in 1957's Loving You with Elvis. What the fuck are you talking about? Elvis is in a diner. Elvis? <laughs> uh-huh. And some guy comes up and he tries to be a thug to him saying, my, my girlfriend wants you to sing, boy. And Elvis says, oh, I don't yeah. sing for nobody. I don't sing for anybody, but I'm going to sing. I'll sing anyone. He sings a song. And then afterwards he says, now what do you do, boy? You work at a car dealership? Well, I want you to go put some seat covers. I don't sing for free. Right. It's the best scene. He punches really? him and he knocks him out. Elvis against, against actually the punches ju- somebody. Against the jukebox. Well, are you kidding? Okay. Every really? punch that Elvis threw in every one of his movies, uh-huh. Uh-huh, William uh-huh. Shatner copied. Really? Without Elvis, there would be no Shatner fight scene ever. I don't oh. I don't believe no, that. No, no. You watch any Elvis movie and then yeah. you think you can't dismiss Elvis's fight scene from any episode that had Shatner punch anybody. Well, Just saying. Well, That's a strong, strong assertion. Oh, it's absolutely true. Even the no. sideburns in 68. No. Well, I would say that Elvis couldn't punch his way out of a paper bag. He was a karate expert, man. Really? He was. Who knew? Uh, everybody. Really? Yeah. By what? By karate standards. I see. Everybody knew Elvis. He fought karate. Did and, he? and he had badges from cities all over America. Right. In fact, it was known that he would leave in the middle of the night and drive around Memphis pulling people over. Do you mean like a sheriff's I'm, badge? I'm sure that's true. Every city he went to would give him a badge. Well, right. he was a informant for Nixon. Well, yeah, I, so they say. I don't think that's true. But that's, he, No, that's he, absolutely true. No, he offered himself. Right. So the, in, in uh, 19... Uh, I don't know. I'm say it's not 69. It must be 71 or 72, somewhere yeah. like that. Elvis, uh, in the middle of the night, left Memphis... Flew to Washington. It was too early to talk to anybody, so he waited in his hotel room. He went and saw Nixon the next day. And like, imagine this: a time where the president is at the White House, and a celebrity shows up unannounced without an appointment. And not and just says, not just a celebrity. No, right? he, he's the biggest Elvis. celebrity in the world. Yeah, he's but the, biggest, the fact biggest. is, is that in 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 our context today, like it doesn't matter who you are. You don't show up at the White House and just say, I'd like to talk to the president. I did Yeah, while I was there. Exactly. And they said, no, no, no. We know you. You're the one who stole the enterprise model. No, I I got (laughs) to speak to President Obama. Yeah. (laughs) We had had a nice chat. Yeah. So the Secret Service goes off and he tries to find Nixon. And uh, they come back. And Elvis has a little wooden box tucked under his arm. Okay. Okay. Not a security threat at all. No, no. No. And, And they don't check him. And uh, Elvis, because he's the king of rock and roll, yeah. may as well be the king of America. And uh, so 
they go and they get Nixon. Nixon shows up and he's like, uh, okay. What the fuck? Hey, come Elvis, come over here and Secret Service is Elvis, thank you for coming. So now. I'm not a criminal. El- Elvis, thank you for coming, Elvis. Elvis says to the crook. Secret Service who shows him his badge, he goes, uh, maybe you can get me one of those. <laughs> and the Secret Service says, uh, no. <laughs> and so Elvis meets Nixon. Imagine this. So you get Elvis Presley, uh-huh. Richard Nixon in the Oval Office. Uh-huh. I've, I've seen the picture. I've seen the photos. Yeah. Uh, Elvis <laughs> gives him the little box. He opens it up. It's a uh, forty-five caliber 45. gun. Holy shit! Right, with bullets. Uh, but it's a like a fancy one, right? It's like a pearl nickel, handle, nickel plated pearl handle. Yeah. The whole bit. Yeah. And Nixon says, "Gee, that's really nice." So now, now imagine. First of all. Elvis Presley walked into the White House with, with a, a loaded with gun, a gun <laughs> with yeah. bullets, it, with bullets in a wooden box. Sure. And Nixon, oh well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, and thank you very much. Thank and, you. Thank you very much. And so Elvis says, you know, here's the thing. And then Nixon says, "Geez, I I don't have anything to give you." And Elvis says, "Well, you know, give me one of those badges. <laughs> one, <laughs> like of one of those badges. Give me one of those secret and service And Nixon badges. says to the Secret Service. Go get Elvis a badge. <laughs> Lemonade. <laughs> that cool, refreshing I drink. I want to be a Secret Service. And then, then, then I, somehow in the conversation, it's you know, Nixon alludes to the fact that Elvis walked in with this forty-five, and uh, and Elvis says, no, that's all right. I, I have another one here. <laughs> and he my, had my an boots. ankle, ankle, an ankle holster, holster with another Christ. gun. <laughs> he made it from the front door to the Oval Office. That's crazy. And uh, and then you know the story that it, maybe he worked for them because he went in because he believed that the drug problem in America was too great and he wanted to go work for them. Right, and as it, he's popping pills, <laughs> well, dies on the toilet. Those aren't drugs, man. Drugs is marijuana or cocaine really? or heroin. It's not all those pills that he was taking or that killers. or the injections he was taking every morning and every night, the morning to wake him up right. and the night it's to go to sleep. It's not the that killed Prince, that killed Michael Jackson. No, no, no. Those aren't drugs. Those are prescribed by Dr. Nick. Really? <laughs> Dr. Nick. Hey, everybody. Hey. Dr. Nick. Yeah. This is where Simpsons get Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick was Elvis's personal physician. Oh, fuck. Well, you've Dr. got Dr. Nico Kazanstakis. Well, you've got that is, famous, uh, famous song uh, from John Lennon, The Beatles. It's Dr. Roberts. Dr. Roberts. You remember that song? He's no. singing about his busher, the doctor that would prescribe him all his painkillers. Well, can you imagine Dr. being Roberts. a doctor to a, a someone is at the power of Elvis? Uh, you know, Elvis. I don't think, I don't, I don't think these pills are really good for you. Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Get out. That's right. Get out. So, yeah, so uh, he gives Nixon a gun. He has an ankle holster. He gets a badge of the Secret Service or whatever. Nice. Um, good times. Yeah, sounds like an ABC TV movie of the week, really. It's a feel-good it movie. It soon will be. Suitable for all ages. Produced by NerdStocking.com. Yeah, that's right. Elvis, uh, the pull, pull you over and give you a speeding ticket days. I hate oh. to say it, and I know I know you're a big Elvis fan, but I hate to say it. Not a bright man. Oh no, that's not true. Not what, no. What do you? How, how do you gauge bright? What would you um, say that he was? Intelligence. Why wasn't he bright? Uh, he went to the White House thinking that he could become some kind of secret agent for the President of the United States to destroy or somehow eliminate the drug trade in America. I just call that enthusiasm. It's yeah, it's enthusiasm, stupidity. and B, stupid well, enthusiasm. He's so stupid. He actually 
went there in the middle of the night, showed up in the morning. The president spoke to him immediately, gave him a badge, accepted a gun. Oh, yeah, he's the fool. No, he's a fool. <laughs> no, Elvis, I, think, I think that was pretty... One pretty, of my favorite quotes by Elvis was, you know, well I don't understood. know if the death penalty ever stopped anybody from killing, but it sure did stop them from killing again. Ah, that's a good point. Elvis was far smarter than anybody gave him credit. And I don't think that if you ever see any of the footage of it, he's a pretty I think he was a pretty smart guy. I but living in a, in a foolish world. No. I think uh Elvis may have had some intelligence prior to his drug addled seventies uh life, but uh no, by the seventies he was in a delusional um <laughs> State Elvis, of, uh, not like you in the ride tonight. You're, oh God, you're I'm speaking completely clearly and Jesus, no. <laughs> but but I'm not going to the president with a 45 strap to my because you can't ankle. But he no, could. Nobody would. Nobody would except you know a delusional idiot. Well, I, delusional, yes, idiot. I don't think. No, did that's Elvis, pretty uh, much an idiot. That's did Elvis definition. write his own songs? No. But he got credit for writing every one of them. His name is added to every every that's, song he ever. That's performed. more like incidental power than it is intelligence. I think. Well, but intelligence has no bearing on whether you can sing or not. That's true. He's he wasn't he's not just because he's not a songwriter doesn't make him not intelligent. Uh, I don't know. Mm. About Albert that. Einstein never wrote a song. I was thinking that's the opposite. True. I'm thinking the opposite Good of what point. you were saying. You know. If you don't write the songs, but you can just sing them with a voice that sounds good, that's not intelligence. No, that's entertainment. But that's what yeah. he was. He was an entertainer. Yeah, but that's not intelligence. He wasn't a philosopher. In fact, right. there's a if, if he had a writ, written the songs that are f- like in the ghetto, right? Like the talk about in the ghetto, written about, by Mac Davis, who who wrote "Hard to Be Humble." Yeah, yeah. Talk about social issues and like uh, you know, hard to be humble. Intelligent, penetrating treatises on social issues. That would be smart. But he's just singing them. He's got a nice voice. He does. He has a, a great voice. Yeah, so who, it's not intelligence. But he also performed it in a way that people listened to nobody else did. Mac Davis performed it lots because it was called a vicious circle. Nobody listened to In the Ghetto until Elvis sang it. Right. Mac Davis was awesome. He was. Yeah. But still, we know him in the same way that we know Mac Davis because he sang, Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Well, he was also in North Dallas 40 and a bunch of other It stuff. was a great movie, but Chuck Berry is one of the greatest singers of the 1950s yep. and songwriters of the 1950s, yet he only had one number one hit, which was, anybody? My Chuck. Ding-A-Ling in 1968. Wow. So nobody, he, no no. Totally accolade. not about sex. No, but it, it, no, it, it's a joke. It's a, a song about a penis that it was even the recording of it was like a sing-along between the, the audience and the women would sing this and the men would sing that. But the man who wrote Maybelline and Johnny Be Good and Sweet Little Sixteen and High School Confidential and all these songs got no real accolade for it. But he had a number one hit with My Dingling. How shameful. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis never had a number one hit. Not even Great Balls of Fire? Nope. Top five. Are you saying Jerry, uh, Johnny Be Good never became number one? Never one. Never number one. Not in Billboard, anyway. Now, if that had been sung by William Shatner, we're talking like <laughs> 12, like number zero, maybe thirteen, never <laughs> top ten. No, no, no. We're like talking like stratospheric. Johnny, be good, Johnny. Be good. Why he used to carry his guitar? Carry your guitar in a gunny sack. In a gunny sack. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, for all the the making fun of Shatner and his singing, right. and Nimoy and his singing, sure. 
the I still Bull play Baggins. his albums, mm. and they're actually pretty good. He Shatner a few years ago uh, worked with um, now I can't remember his name. Uh, Matt, not Matthew Good, uh, mm. who sang Army. Whatever he did a he did a spoken word album again in the nineties late nineties yeah and it was there was some brilliant stuff on it about you know concepts of the afterlife and death and coping and it was a pretty brilliant album the original songs uh, the original poems by him wow that's uh, kind of neat yeah it was actually I think it charted pretty I think it did quite good wow. Ben Go Folds. Ahead it was it. Ben Ben Folds. Oh. So Ben Folds Five. He did an album with Ben Folds, and right. uh, yeah, that was the one where he did a whole spoken word album. Right. So the one he did in the '60s was great, but the one he did in the '90s was uh, late '90s, early 2010s, or whatever, is uh, pretty successful. Right. But Shatner is the uh, the everyman. He can do anything. Right. He can do everything. In the jingle. Jangle morning, I'll come following you. Mr. Tambourine Man, Mr. Tambourine Man, hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. So basically, this show did not destroy anybody's career, although it ought to have. Well, it's funny. Most of the careers with? were over. Or didn't <laughs> well, that's really not really this guy came no, back no. in the 90s. Art Carney. Art Carney. No, but yeah. Art Carney, he had a big He's resurgence because he did Cocoon. Yeah, that's true. You know, like there was this whole was comeback. With I wouldn't call that a resurgence. No, it's a movie about geriatrics. He never became. <gasps> really, but didn't. I don't think that's ageism. No, no. I mean, this speaks to the point. You write a show about the most popular movie of all time. It's got the original cast, but the extras are all over 90. (laughs) How does that? Well, because Maude was probably still on TV. Maybe. I don't know. But are the kids watching Maude? Still on TV and probably at the height. Of its popularity. But, uh, mm. you know, you mentioned in Canada it was shown on uh, CFTO and well, in Toronto. Why do you get yep. Jamie Farr on it? Yeah, maybe somebody from MASH. Maybe but it was everybody at 7 else o'clock. was at Stage West. It was on an event. hour earlier in Anyone Canada than it was in the U.S. That's so at right. 7 o'clock, do kids really care about Maude? I don't think what so. What about that? Who's the guy who played Arnold on on Happy Days? He would have been perfect on? in this. Yeah. No, the first Arnold. Well, the first one was Al. Ah. Then it was Arnold. Are you sure? Not the or, other way around? No, the other way around. It was, okay. Yeah, that's right. No, Al was the second guy. All right. The Miyogi from Karate Kid was the first one. No, no. No, no, it's the other he way around. The other way around. Yep. There was the, Let's uh, get Mr. Miyogi. Anyway. Let's get him on the really? Star Wars special. He would have been perfect. You guys can save that for the uh, Karate Kid uh, <laughs> He might actually have been one of the... Coming up in January. You know what? Mr. Miyagi might have been one of the Stormtroopers. Well... We can't not prove that. You can't not say, prove that. Right? It's well, it's like Schrodinger's cat. We don't know. It's Schrodinger's Miyagi. So I did you notice know, that there's a six inch height difference between the two stormtroopers oh, yeah. <laughs> that same enter as, the treehouse? Yeah, same as Luke and Han. And one, yeah. it's two, two well, small Well, Chad, it is a treehouse. The floors can't be expected to be even. 
Mm. That's true. Yeah, there was a difference in height. I guess the Django Fett clone is no longer a true. No, that yeah. By then, no, no. But apparently, by the era of Star Wars, they're not clones anymore. They all self-destructed. Oh, now it makes perfect sense. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. So Let me just uh, scribble out all my notes now. <laughs> Happy Life Day, pal. Pivot like you're Donald Trump. Go. Yeah. Pivot like you've just talked to the president of Mexico, and now you're talking to your idiot base again in the U.S. So I, I'm not saying who's going to build the wall. Yes, you are. But somebody's going to build the wall. <laughs> no. It's going to be big. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, no details. Gold encrusted. For the television, we're going to we're gonna say you're going to build the wall. But it's going to be a reality I'm going to build the show. wall. But we're going to have... But wait. We're going to have sensors. I didn't mention that before. There'll be sensors on it. It's going to be a beautiful wall. Below, Does that mean made out of gold? Below and It's going to have the Trump logo. There'll be sensors. It's going to be a beautiful it's gonna wall. Be beautiful it's going to be a series of T's. It's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be a beautiful wall. It's going to be a big wall. But won't they just get bigger ladders? No, you won't have a bigger ladder because it's going to be a very big wall. <laughs> this wall is going to be huge. 632 huge feet. Wall. In the uh, end, the wall will go bankrupt. But that's okay because I have good lawyers. <laughs> uh, I would like to say this is that yeah. uh, here in the backyard where it's lovely, the three of us used to sit around and talk shit about nerd stuff and yeah. Yeah. Star Wars and... Not so Other much things. Star Trek because I would just get silent. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Those good old days. You know, That's yeah. proven. All yeah. of our all of our all the things that we would talk about. It's nice to return here. It is. It's it is. almost like this is where it should be. It, this is where it should be. Fire is burning. Although Ross, you haven't offered up any cigars. Like what's that shit about? I only have two. Oh. I was gonna bring some. We just break one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> who, do, who do I give then, the one's a Cohiba? No, Bill and I like will just smoke them like cigar. hobos. <laughs> That's my problem. <laughs> just break that one in half. I'm not, I'm not giving a Cohiba. <laughs> 20, what we're not twenty you worth, jokers. We're worth twenty five bucks each. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> you're I'll not. just be looking forward to doing this podcast in your backyard in February. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Good it's times. Be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Uh, Good February Canadian winter. Yeah. But it's nice to be. It's been nice being back here. It has on a lovely summer evening, September first, twenty sixteen. Five days away from the 50th anniversary of the global introduction of the Star Trek series to uh, a good audiences. 50 years. Chad Silent again. <laughs> I know. You mentioned it, Ross. I said Star Trek. You he was mentioned like, it. Uh, it's like it's like it. it's like Bones has injected me <laughs> with cordial, and I'm suddenly cordial. just sweating <laughs> yeah. and bulgy-eyed, right. murderers, hoping they would stop. <laughs> Murderers! Take your hand off my knee. <laughs> That's not my knee. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say this. Yes. It's great to have you guys here. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Have another beer. Yeah. I love you guys so much. Beer, oh, beer. How come for your women? glass is so full and mine is so empty? It's like half because we're we're not working in tandem. We should be. We should be working. Although that your the bottle of rye that you've brought this evening is, I think, down very two nicely. glasses away from being, well, apparently a decorative Kate item with a candle bottle. in it. Kate wants the bottle for some unknown reason because I'm, nobody drinks. What is it? Uh, what, what was the 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 wine that everybody drank in the seventies with the wicker on it? And oh, I know uh, the one, Chianti. Chianti. Spumanti Bambino. No, that was the fake champagne. Is it baby no. duck? No, it was Chianti. It was like yeah, a yeah. bottle of wine no, with like... No, that's oh, a type it? of wine. Uh, but I know the one you mean. It had a wicker. It was like a bulbous... We all had... My yeah, mother yeah, my had, mom like, had an empty you know, bottle. Candles in them. And I once ate a census taker. 
with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Um, well, it's Black funny Tower you should say that. that. Black Tower. Yeah. I'm reading Silence of the Lambs right now. Okay. Interesting. And I'm really loving it. Are you? It's it's a, it's a great, very entertaining book. So you're a Thomas Harris fan. Uh, I've become one. Yeah. I like the movies. Uh, I like Silence of the Lambs. I don't know. I, I like Silence of the Lambs. I didn't. Uh, I was okay with Red Dragon, and Hannibal was a heap of shit. Oh, there's a, it was like a turd pile with a candle in it. Exactly. So Red Dragon is brilliant. It was okay. No, no, it's William Men. It wasn't kind of, brilliant. It was okay. It was mostly brilliant. It was okay. <laughs> it's kind of brilliant. Uh, and 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 of course, Silence of the Lambs. Everything else after that, I couldn't give up. So he now he did. It's Flying. funny, like. Not to say that this is a distraction from your Star Wars conversation, because I have Sorry, Star what Trek. Now? What now? What's Trek. the 50th what anniversary? You, what were you talking Trek. about again? Trek. Uh, I did notice that uh, the the writer James, not James Goldman, he's the Robert Block. Yes. Also wrote a screenplay mm-hmm. for the Night Watch, and Night Watch was also written by Michael Harris, who wrote Silence of the Lambs. The night is long and oh, full of Harris? terrors. Oh, that's something else. You're talking about a different Night Watch. Is it a different one? It's called the no, same thing. I guess thing. it's the Night's Watch in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, that's Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. In, uh, yeah Ro- Night Watch, Robert Block Night's also Watch. wrote, I guess, the screenplay for a film adaptation of Richard Harris's... Richard Harris? Is it Richard Harris? <laughs> Someone let the cake Thomas out Harris. in the rain. <laughs> and I don't I think don't I can take it because it took so long to bake it and, and I'll, I'll never have that recipe again. again. Matt, remember when I don't actors, talk much, but when I do, I do Richard Harris. Do you remember when actors could record songs and they became hits? Like Lucy in the sky with, with diamonds. diamonds. There was, there was, you know, obviously, picture yourself in a boat on a river. My river. girl <laughs> likes to party all the time. Well, well there was Kelly Savalas had a hit. Eddie Murphy had Lee it. Majors. Sure. I mean, it, I hear David Bowie had what a hit. the hell? David he was Soul? an actor. I think he turned into a singer. Who he sang Bowie? David Bowie. Never I think. heard of him. He never he acted and he did singing. I've never been much one for school, but I tie women plenty. It's true. Do I, I sold my, sold my body, body out, out for pay. pay. Hey, hey, hey. hey, this is Lee Major. I've driven fast for Cheryl Teague's blown up for Raquel Welch, but when I landed in the hay, it's, it's only hay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the fall guy. But before that, before so that, he did a song for the Sixth Please check our website Jamie. for the Fall Guy. He did the intro. He did a song called Jamie, where he basically just talked through the whole the whole song. Right. But Jamie, that was a that became like a hit. Listen, I have uh, it, so periodically I put on John Travolta did an album. Oh my! And he God. did television appearances and sang before Greece, after welcome during Welcome Back Cotter. He was trying to create a see. In today's age, where celebrity, uh, many young actors will be on Disney programs, and they'll somehow carve out a singing career like Justin Timberlake and people sure. like this. Right. In in the seventies, they were trying to do that, but they just didn't have that success. So John Travolta, who was like this super popular Vinnie Barbarino on Welcome Back, yep. Cotter, he then tried to have a singing career and was on everybody from Mike Douglas to Dinah Shore, oh. and he was terrible. Was he on Merv Griffin? Oh, he was on all of them. Are you sure? Uh, let me what check. What date? <laughs> hmm. Computer says no. No. Computer. Uh, <laughs> Computer. But, but, but what I'll say is that I have uh, I have a, an album of his recordings that also include two songs from Greece before. They were actually not the versions that were in Greece. 
and he was really, really terrible. Like, you did know he, why? Did he sing or was, was it? Oh no, he sung, No, no, there's no mistaking. He sang. Okay. It was like it was like um, it was like 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 John Travolta like. singing. Yeah, and and not yeah. like in a good grease way. Was he like wearing, there's a reason he only sang in one movie? Was he was he wearing his toupee when he recorded it? Uh, no, he 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 hadn't uh, he hadn't gone that way yet. That weird sure. bl- slick black oil toupee. Yeah, that looks yeah. so weird. Which you know? you know, it's just odd. Not not to make my way to musicals, but the fact is is that hairspray, funnily enough, funnily is a word I hate, but I'm going to use it anyway. Funnily, uh, John Travolta. And Michelle Pfeiffer are both in that movie, the remake of Hairspray, not the good Hairspray, the bad Hairspray. It's not bad. The one with Travolta. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not good. It was filmed Don, compared to John Walters. John Waters' uh, Hairspray. Yeah, I know, it's but a heap it, of crap. Yeah, but it's it's not horrible. But okay, it stars the stars right. of both Grease One and Grease Two. There you go. Yeah. Do 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 do. For those following at home, it wasn't called Grease One; it was just called Grease. In the same way that First Blood was called First Blood, and it wasn't Rambo One. Star Wars was just called Star Wars. That's no right. New Hope. New For, Hope was forget like, that New Hope shit. That's right. Sorry, there was no hope. I'll end this detours episode here, and thank everyone for participating in the podcast, and you, constant listener, for taking the time out of your busy day to join us. We ask that you please rate and comment on our podcast on iTunes, and follow us at our home on Podomatic. Every bit of input we get helps keep us in Pringles and Cheetos, which everyone knows is the raw fuel of creativity. Good night. Caracas Park is melting in the dark. All the sweet ice flowing down. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think that I can take it, cause it took so long to bake it. I'll never have the recipe 